Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hey, everybody. Vic's not alone. Uh, it's Scott Jones again. Uh, yeah. I have my own key now. You do, yeah. And the only reason this isn't called Vic and Scott's basement is because we, we don't live together, and we didn't want to sort of create the wrong impression. Yeah, I mean, I'm open to the idea. Did, did you want to live with us no, in, that, in the basement? No, that's crazy, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, that, if... Then it'd be your you know, basement, and then I would be the intruder. Welcome to the well, basement that Vic owns that Scott lives in. You're on with Vic. Go. But then we'd have to decorate with all kinds of yeah. uh, jazz LP covers. I'm okay and with it being Vic's Clippings from the New York Times. <laughs> and five million Batmans that you have to take the clothes off at night and then uh, press, hey. press with a tiny little iron and then put back on in the morning. I should do that now that you've yeah, got me thinking. Some of those Batmans are pretty wrinkly. I know. There's lots of dust and I need to, uh, I need to iron some of the suits a little I bit. Could really turn this basement around <laughs> we need How a woman's touch down here six hundred dollars <laughs> six hundred a month there I don't, it is i don't clean a lot <laughs> we got some cool stuff to talk about but first we have to talk about the expendables too why do we have to talk about and the I, expendables I didn't mean that too? to be uh, disparaging but yeah, it might did. not be cool no i mean yeah. we, we sat through the expendables too we actually saw it last friday a mm -hmm. full week before the rest of the world gets to see well, it here's, so lucky here's the us. test can you remember any of it uh, all I remember is that speech that you keep doing, and you do it before we shoot studio, and that's the Sylvester Stallone speech. Now, if you're going to go see the movie, who gives a rat's ass? Because there are really, yeah, we're going to spoil you're, everything. You're going to predict everything that happens in yeah, the movie. You've already seen this yes, movie you before have. in Close other your forms. eyes, think yeah. about the words, the Expendables 2. Go there, ahead and do, do your, your movie do your, right there. So what happens is there's a young guy in the movie. He's obviously symbolic of the up-and-coming next generation of action heroes, so, Ryan Gosling's. So that guy's fucking dead. Yeah, of course. He's out. He's, he's dead. dead. Yeah, he's he's meaningless to us in this universe of old dudes that can kick ass. Act one, the, the young guy dies. Yeah. Well, the, the speech goes something like this. Why, why did he have to die when he was so young and we uh, have to live and we're, we're not young? Wait, where was I? Yeah. Your, your Stallone is impeccable. It's pretty. Sounds just like him, doesn't yeah. it? Now yeah. do uh, do your um, Sean Connery as Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, I just blew your fucking mind. Yeah. Why does she? He, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. So happened. he had to die so we could live. He, it's the, it's he the had most, to die. The Rock is a tourist attraction. I can't do. You know, I, I, I mix to, those two. Okay, let's let's be serious for one second. Yeah. I was I you know I I I didn't expect much more than I got from this movie, but what I did expect was. To see a little bit more of Schwarzenegger, I guess. I don't know why, for some reason, he's the he's the money shot for this movie, and yeah. he's hardly in this thing. He has two scenes. It basically. is like a, an he's old at the dude beginning, porno, this and he's thing. at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's framed like that. It why has... did you say that to me? At one point, you leaned over to me during the movie, and you said, "This is like watching a porno." What do you mean by that? Well, just the gauzy uh, shots of everybody, you know, with uh, the film on the lens to kind yeah, of hide like, the wrinkles like a little the bit. The penthouse photography <laughs> from bit. like the eighties. Yeah, every, everything's warmed everything's up a little bit. Shot through like an old stock. Yeah, yeah. Shot through an old uh, some nylon. Everything glistens. No, it does. I thought you meant by por porno that. And what the storytelling we is pretty much like a porno, except instead of the uh, the sex that we're going to see, we get to see uh, the machine guns come out, and then people bring out bigger machine guns, uh, Seth, and then a bazooka. Uh, Seth, a bazooka. That's the money shot to, right there. To quote Seth Rogen in for a good time call, ram tongues. Go ahead. Yeah, ram tongues. Ram tongues. That's yeah. what that's what happens in porno. Apparently. I've never seen porno, so I wouldn't know. No, but ramming tongues. You should seems... check it out. I, I heard really? you could get some on the uh, on the internet now. So tongue ramming. Go ahead. You, ram yeah, 
There's all kinds of tongue. <laughs> Go ahead, Ramp. That's another movie we saw recently for a good time called... Yeah. Do you remember that movie? What do you remember about that? Uh, were there guns in it? Nope. This was a gun-free experience. Oh, yeah. One no, of the, rare... was the girls living together, uh, and then they, they start, start a, a sex, line. sex line. Yeah, it was like a sitcom from 1982, and uh, it's 2012 now. Oh. I just checked, well, and uh, it just felt totally meaningless. It's just uh, one of, one of those experiences that we have from time to time. Yeah. When I, I'm, you know, it's like 11 in the morning. We yeah. both got coffees. We're trying to gear up for the day. Well, we got to watch a movie, and we work we late into it. the night. But it's like it's the wrong time of day for something that's just like. Put that in my puss. You know, it's just, yeah. it's, I, I, yeah, I can't even some, say it. Some I, filthy language in the movie because there, there are filth. sex phone stuff. The, this movie is filth. It's, yeah, it's garbage. There's butthole stuff. talk. All kinds of anus stuff. What's worse than butthole talk? Uh, Where do you go from butthole? I don't know, two? Two? Two buttholes. Two buttholes. Two, two, two buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about two buttholes <laughs> is more extreme than one butthole. <laughs> No, it was uh, it was a silly movie, and it is one of those weird. There's often times when we see the morning screenings where we look at each other and we say, "What the fuck are we doing yeah, here? What, are we what what is happening? Sh- shouldn't I have stayed in school?" Yeah, what? <laughs> and that was one of those times because uh, there was like six other critics in there, and it was not funny, so there was no laughing. And we were held hostage by this movie for two hours until Seth Rogen came out, and he was kind of funny. Ram tongues. But people are thinking we're talking about The Expendables 2 still. This no. was something else totally that they're not even going to care about. It's called For a Good Time Call. Well, why? Just That's the title. Now you know don't go see that movie. Haven't we given enough of our lives to The Expendables 2? No, do well, we the reason why I want to talk about it, and it, the, uh, it's going to do— It's fixed Well, it's going to have tons— Until ton, I move in. It's, it's going to have a lot of money. It's going to make tons of dough this weekend. Uh, and there will be an Expendables 3, and the producers are already banking on it. They're counting their cash, and they're thinking, well, who do we got to you know, wrap into the sequel? All Obviously, right. Steven Seagal is a name that gets bandied about. I thought for sure he was going to pop up was in this new one. Was he in the first one? He's, he hasn't been in any of these things. He's probably asking for too much. He's, he's a weirdo. He's a, he's, he's a weird dude, this guy. But he's good in his action movies, or he's funny in his action movies. So, you know, obviously people are expecting him to be in th- in this one. He's not in this one, and they're now they're probably <laughs> talking about him in the third one. But new names have started to come up from Ooh, the producer. Who cares? Well, he's asking. He's saying Harrison Ford. So no, right away, Jesus. ears perked. Uh, Fuck. He wants Clint Ford's Eastwood. No. He wants. Uh, there was a couple of other guys out there too, but I forget. Eastwood and, and Ford are the ones that Those I remember. Those two men have had. Long, distinguished. Illustrious. I know yes, they should be fucking knighted. They shouldn't be denigrated and put in the into, Expendables yeah, Nine. Yeah, yeah, into supporting roles behind Sly Especially Stallone. Eastwood. I know. You know, I mean, Stallone has made some great movies. You can't take anything away from him. Uh, Rocky any of these is guys. incredible. All, like most of these guys have been in cool things. Even Jean Claude Van Damme, who's the big breakout Blood in this. Sport, man. And J- JV, how do you say JC? JCVD was fun. That was a good movie. Have you seen that movie yet? No, I don't know what the, what is that. What it's are you the about? most recent one where he plays himself and he gets caught up in this action thing. It's oh. totally cool. Shot in uh, in France or Brussels. I heard and, it was great. And he is great in it. And there's a great article that I tweeted about which uh, talks. It's an interview with him, and he couldn't go and do any I must press. Must that tweet on JC. One of my nine thousand. He he, uh, he couldn't Christ. do any JCVD stuff any press on the movie so he kind of faded into obscurity again because one of his dogs was dying and he needed to uh That's sweet be around for his dog beautiful. and his dog is okay he's still with him which it was a it was a really cool interview actually. all right so stallone and eastwood no yeah. and okay no. all right else? so who do you want nobody you I don't, don't want to see the expendables three but if you did robert redford who should be <laughs> well I, I, 
that'd be a weird one. Like, just old guys. You can't just, like, I want Ed Asner in Expendables. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just, just throw fucking old guys in there. <laughs> Who cares? If you're old, you're in the Expendables 3. No, they have to we kind of fit the action. I know. We're in the Expendables 9, I think. But, you know, you have to, they have to fit the action genre. We, so, they've used everyone. Who's well, left? Chuck Norris is in this new one. Who's left? That's what There's I'm nobody. asking. Who's left? Mel I'm Gibson you, and Danny Glover? Left. They don't want to do this. I don't know. Just let these guys keep making these movies until they all start well, to croak. Who, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, who else is going to be in there? They want Wesley Snipes. That's another guy that they want in this in the new one. Oh, Wesley Snipes would be good. He actually yeah. would fit because, you know, I love the Blade movies. I loved, I He's don't know terrific, if three man. or four. Yeah, yeah, I love him. What happened to him? Did he go crazy Well, he, he didn't pay his taxes. To jail we still, go. Yeah, but still, let him work. The man's well, he's make in jail up. right now, and is when he? he gets out, then that's what they're saying in the press release. When he gets out of jail, we'll put him in our movie. Wesley, if you're listening to this, we vote for you. We love him. For The Expendables 9. I want him back in Blade, man. Blade 1 and 2 were fucking awesome movies. I love both of those movies. I know. My brother has those things. Uh, he had them on VHS, I think. He wore one of them out. He watched it so many times. Really? Yeah. I think so. He bought them on VHS. I don't know. They he came out uh, like not that long ago. It seemed like it, maybe it was something else on VHS. DVD. Come I on. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think I might go back to VHS. I'm thinking about that. Mm. What do you think? That'd be a good move. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good move. <laughs> I'm thinking about when having, you move into my basement. You yeah, can, I'm uh, thinking about going back to VHS. You could find the old VHS I have in the garage. I'm thinking about gaining 80 pounds. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just setting some goals. Just letting my shit go completely. <laughs> yeah, I've really got, I've got, I've got 2013 all mapped. Oh, do you? Yeah, fuck. I that is really awesome. That will be a, a sight to behold on the show every day yeah. to watch you just gaining pounds like that. Well, what about you, though? The, uh, you know, here you are. I'm, I can't, I, I, who did I come up with? Did I come up with anybody? Uh, Robert well, Redford. I yeah, Robert Redford. Terrible idea. Uh, terrible. Uh, but uh, I, who else is old? I, I'm trying to think. Oh, f- you know who I thought I thought of it today? Kurt Russell. If Kurt Russell's not in the new one, then fuck Expendables three. We don't we don't want it. He should yeah, have been in this one. Snake Plissken, man. Dude made Tango and Cash with Sylve- with Sylvester Stallone. He should have been in this movie. Why wasn't Kurt Russell in there? You know, and Sean Penn is like a heartbeat away from being in these movies too. That'd be fun and yeah. very crazy. They would actually start to be good movies if they put Sean Penn in there. Well, you know, these and Robert movie, De Niro. These movies, they always sort of swerve dangerously close to being good. Well, I, they're, I, they're know, entertaining, uh, but they're just dumb. That's because you're just taking in the weird spectacle of all yeah. these weirdos on screen. At the same, all these men who are trying to stave off old age as long as humanly for one more day, yeah. making their deals with the devil just so that, you know, put on another panty, put another pantyhose over the lens of that camera so well, I can at least look human. The th- weirdest thing is why watching all of the, uh, the the plastic surgery prance around on screen yeah. up there. And it, it, like these super macho dudes that have done some super non-macho things to their faces. Yeah, they look like women now because it, all the plastic surgeons, all they know, the plastic surgery technology, and I don't know anything about this, but I'm just going to guess, yeah. it's all geared towards making women's faces more beautiful. Well, so when they use it on men, yeah. they make the men look like ladies. I, my theory is that all of the plastic surgeons that are working right now were actually uh, makeup artists on Tim Burton's Batman that applied all the prosthetics <laughs> on uh, the Joker, and they just took all of that skill and expertise and have applied it to real people now. That's true. Because they all look like the fucking Joker, and it's scary yeah, as shit. No I, matter I, how What scary- is wrong with these people? Like, don't they see other people with their fucked up weird smiles you know, I, they're just they're trying to they're, i mean they're trying to ma- remain relevant just like we are well i mean you can have <laughs> these are our money makers and, and be re- relevant man you can no, grow like, i don't know uh, sylvester St- or uh, arnold schwarzenegger doesn't look that worked on 
Bruce Willis doesn't look that. Work who knows done. what happens Harrison to these Ford guys? Harrison Ford doesn't look like he's had who know, who work knows? done. Who knows what goes through these guys' minds? Robert they're all, Redford hasn't. They're had all work incredibly done. vain, though. Oh, you know? I think anytime you put in the spotlight like that, for sure, you see your face projected you, yeah. 80 feet. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna start lose your mind. At all the details, for sure. Yeah, but Absolutely. I mean, I mean, and you know, Stallone is the centerpiece of this movie, and and he's the one. I, I, and I'm sorry because I I do I love Rocky so much. Yeah, I lo- you know even the crappy oh, Rocky. He's a tour de force, man. He, like, he's, I, he's a good writer. He has a good no. sense of uh, what the audience wants to see. Maybe not an artistic writer, no. but he gets the idea. Like he's his crafted old, his some only pretty good interesting movies, movies. Are Rocky That's Rambo it. movies. Were no, great, man. Terrible. At they're least terrible. one or two of them were no, great. They're, they're First all... Blood was a great movie. Give me that. It's watchable. That was a great film. I'm not giving you that. Come on. No. Come on. But he, he's really fighting it more than anybody because you can see his hair plugs. You can see the weird thing in the, you know, his hair has, it has, yeah. there's this weird kind of dye. This is terrible. Why are we talking about this? Nobody cares about this. Well, it's part of the, the storytelling around these movies. Anyway, though. you guys will all go see The Expendables yeah. 2 this weekend. You can judge for yourselves. Tell, tell us if it looks like a bunch of old ladies fighting together. Well, the scariest or, part in the whole movie. That, oops, that's my phone. That's, that's a party phone. file. The scariest part of the whole movie was uh, when John Claude Van Damme took his sunglasses off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell happened? Ah! So, uh, listen, I thought we'd do a couple of things on today's show. Yeah. I actually have a uh, press re- press release of the week. Now, we, we're, this is, might not we're be at, a weekly feature. Yeah, we're, st- we're starting themes? Yeah, we're starting a theme here on the show. This Nobody is press told release me we're starting of the week. Themes. Okay. This, this actually comes from our colleague and friend, Ben Silverman, who's yep. based in San Francisco. Ben, we love you. Hola, Ben. Yeah, Ben. This I, I'm speaking Californian to him right now. This is from. Uh, go ahead and check your your email while I read this. Oh, oh. No, I'm I'm uh, looking for my theme. I'm going to do do a dramatic <laughs> uh, reading of this press release. This is from a company called Fun Guy Studio. FunGuyStudio.com. Okay. And this is this is sent to Ben. Ben forwarded the, forwarded this email to me. The subject line is Propeller Dog Pro. Oh, okay. And it starts out like like this. Hi, Ben! Exclamation point. Are you looking for a new game app to get addicted to? Question mark. I love game apps. Then let me share this awesome game app from Fun Guy Studio. He said game apps twice? Propeller Dog Pro offers a casual and carefree entertainment that will keep you amused for hours. Mm. The objective of the game is simple. Make Propeller Dog fly as far as you can before you run out of fuel. It sounds easy, but a rabid pack of evil squirrels are blocking your way. Fucking squirrels. Those squirrels are a bit crazy. They do not just stay in one place. Some of them are riding pogo sticks or hang gliders, shoots up to the sky... I can't even read this. Some of them are riding pogo sticks or hang gliders, shoots up the sky with their sword, or fall burning from the sky with a meteor exclamation point. Of course, you would not be on your own. There are power-ups inside the game that can help you go farther, colon. Water balloon gun to shoot the squirrels. Prop armor to protect you from hits. Magnet to help you collect coins. Are you reading the design document Fuel or tank. a press release? Fuel, no, this is the press release. Okay. Fuel tank. This is supposed to entice Ben to write about this game okay. for the website. Oh, I got you. For. Right. Fuel tank to restore your fuel. Propeller Dog Pro also allows you to upgrade your plane. New aircraft models are available like the Jetpack, Helicopter, Magic Carpet, and a pig! Exclamation point. More aircraft models are coming soon, so there are a lot of things to look forward to. Here are the exciting features of Propeller Dog Pro. Five locations to conquer, lots of achievements to attain, upgrades for your plane, change plane models, survival mode. You will definitely forget what boredom feels like when you start playing this game. I'm so glad they put a pro on the end of this because (laughs) Propeller Dog would not have been as fun. Just beating your own high score will get you hooked, exclamation point. Propeller Dog Pro is available on iTunes Store for only 99 cents. It's probably number one. Ready? We should. Is it at the top? It's here's probably the, the biggest. Here's the tagline. Yeah. Ready? 
set arf. Have fun flying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It sounds bizarre, but these games are the ones that. Uh, I know. How do you write get, about these you, things? They get, I mean, they're so silly. Who would have. Like, how do you write copy around angry birds? You, <laughs> you throw <laughs> birds at, at houses and obstructions and obstacles, and they, they demolish them. Somebody. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, so there, are, there are some terrible jobs out there. Trying to write about the Put, Propeller Dog Pro is one of those terrible well, we jobs. We talk about also them. Also, Fry Cook. We talk about them. We have to. We come up with words around these crazy ideas. Yeah, but Sometimes we're, these crazy ideas. In we're Video space. game form, we are from space. But in video game form, they make sense somehow. Some, somehow, the medium of video games can transform these wild imaginings. The craziest, shittiest yeah, idea. And, no, and, I mean, and it becomes a fun thing. Hey, it's listen, a we've been deal. playing New Super Mario Brothers two totally. on the 3DS. You try to describe Super Mario Brothers to someone who is from a foreign land or from another planet. Well, it is fucking impossible. You can't do it without magic mushrooms. You take magic mushrooms, you can explain Mario. Easily, absolutely. So, so the mushrooms, they're mad. They're, they're supposed magic. to be like yeah, one of the them kind make you we took in college. Exactly. Uh, li- listen, it's time for our Facebook poll now. This is our second one. Poll um, to go right up our butts. Yeah, the uh, Tim Curry won the last one. I'll let you decide what the actual poll was about. <laughs> that was the one about who should pay, play Batman, right? Oh, you're telling him, yeah. Oh, you, I thought you wanted me to guess. No, but I Tim, thought the you was me. Tim Curry won. Tim, what the that fuck doesn't is make Tim sense no, at all. That doesn't make sense. I, I swear to you, that's crazy. Uh, this one's a little, this one a little less uh, crazy, a little more straightforward. This one, uh, I asked, <laughs> will you be buying a Wii U uh, this year? Because it's coming well, out this year. Well, Nintendo hasn't told us when I this know, year. We, didn't we guess on the show recently what day it's coming out? It's October 18th at uh, 1.99. Okay. I don't know. That's just that's a good guess. That's my crazy I'm behind date that. and uh, cash money guess. Uh, well, I asked, will you be buying it this year? And we had. 12 yes. votes for yes. Okay. One is from my mom. Yeah. Your mom's got to have every Nintendo system on my launch day. My mom's She's a crazy gamer. She loves Nintendo. And uh, 46 votes for no. And what? then we had a what? 15. Wait a second. 12 votes for yes and, and 46 for y- no? Yeah. What has happened? That's, this is, are these people that's who a four are, to one ratio. Are these right people there. who follow you on Twitter? Who are these people? It's uh, the, the Facebook uh, people, the Facebook fans. Thank you for uh, liking the page, by the way. That's I really think, awesome. You know, everybody right now is a little bitter and a little weirded out. And I, nobody knows what's going to happen. And I think this is a reflection of that. And I think people people are starting to say, listen, we used to have awesome games coming out every week, every yeah, other week, every yeah. third week. Now we got to go, we, we got to wait months sometimes. We happen to be in a great week right now. We're Sleeping Dogs and Darksiders 2 are coming out in the same fucking week. I, got, I think if you but own a Wii right now, you are angry as shit. Yeah, the last story's come. It's out, I think. Yeah, but what a terrible year for that well, it's platform! A terrible two fucking years because they they abandoned the whole thing. They just took us. They stepped away from it. They focused on their portable and handheld stuff. The yeah. 3DS was coming out. Yeah, I can't. I mean, what was the last? So when it, was the last time you even turned on your Wii? I well, mean, I actually, sad. I went back to Epic Mickey. I wanted to refresh because the sequel's coming soon, and it, that's such a fun game. <laughs> I, had some, I had some free time on a Sunday afternoon. Look at Epic Mickey well, calling to me. Ruby from was the sleeping. Shelf. Yeah, I know, and I wanted to see it. It's on my to I play pile I, and uh, i'm really looking forward to the sequel and i and I, the first one only came out on the wii and i wanted to try it again but man if you own a wii oh, don't you feel terrible. completely betrayed this year like, like never, how, how do you get excited about a new machine if you are already a nintendo faithful and you have the wii i mean maybe you're super excited and rightly so for the for the 3ds xl it's a great machine but man if you are on the consoles tip with nintendo and you have that platform how do you feel excited about being sold this new machine, which has been 
let's be honest, really a confusing message from Nintendo with yeah, all of these separate press yeah. conferences and yeah. all of these separate sort of ideas you about what the machine is. Or two screens. Yeah, what's the, play on your the Xbox controller now works with the yeah, Wii U? It is, a, it is a foggy message that they yeah. put out there, and I don't, I don't understand it either. And uh, and I and I think there there is more than a little bitterness out there, and I, you know I guess I, I'm not surprised at all to see the ratio there. I think yeah. a lot of people. You That's know, pretty but, shocking though for a new Nintendo system to have you know 12 people say yeah and 46 people say no, frankly like that, and then. We've got a, another 15 votes for haven't decided, and then another 10 votes for a what you. So uh, there's lots of people out there that don't even want to hear this. But you know what? Gamers, more than anyone else on the planet, they are the most forgiving of people. Mm -hmm. They will forgive and forget. Just make an awesome console. If this thing comes out, well, awesome games, and make awesome, an awesome, and, awesome and games, regular more, releases, more of course. Yeah. But, you know, if this thing comes out and it's gangbusters and it's awesome and you and I have played it, and I have to say I'm not over, I'm not overwhelmed, but I'm not underwhelmed either. I'm curious. I want it in my house. I want to, I want to fool around Nintendo with it. Nintendo brought the machine by and it was, it was fun. And, and the coolest thing was to have a bunch of us playing, you know, simultaneously on the same screen was really fun. And then, you know, one of us had it. other people. You have to play with other people? I think it's fun, Fuck man. that. I think it's fun. I remember crowding around, uh, you know, a, a Super Nintendo and a TV, a bunch of us playing games and on yeah. On the N64 with Goldeneye, other I miss those days, other human man. Beings stink. No, <laughs> especially when they're playing uh, video games that require them, the them to wave room around. With me. Yeah, oh, come on, come on. You are such a cantankerous no, bastard. You, you know what I'm saying. You, you know it's what? nice to the, open your heart out and, I, I, up and have people over and enjoy listen, games together. I want the Wii U, yeah. and I want it to be a success. And, and I and I want to, you know, I, I you hope want it's it, awesome. You just don't want anyone else near your Wii U. Nobody's coming over. Don't touch my Wii U. No, even the cats have to go in the other room, <laughs> and I'm shutting the door. No one can see me. Well, this is going to be a very, very interesting story. How this Wii U is launched, how the public right. perception I think is. There's a big backlash against well, and Nintendo. How are like the non you know gaming sort of uh, media and press going to talk about this console how are they going to pitch it on the news how are they going to tell people you about know, this thing it's a the, weird machine who the fuck wants this thing when we have propeller dog pro i know really right fuck you, well wii the, u. the big question is can you play propeller dog pro on the wii if u if you can't i'm not buying it there it is the challenge the gauntlet is thrown f you nintendo that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're you know what? We're going to Fan Expo. We're going to be there probably by the time you guys hear this. Well, you mm. probably hear it over the weekend, but we'll be en route. We're going to be yeah. We're going to we're going to road trip. Yes, <laughs> Hit, we're hitting the road. It's going to take ninety two hours. Of us. Vic and I, neither of us has a has a driver's license between the two of us. <laughs> we're awesome drivers in video games. Mario Kart, we can drive the fucking shit out of those cars, but we, we can't drive real cars. We're going to fly to Toronto. We're going to be in, at, at Fan Expo for like nine days. Right. We're, we're there for several days. We're going to meet a lot I'm of bringing people. Bringing my sleeping bag. Are you you're just going to sleep in the booth under the the table? Yeah, that'll yeah. save us some hotel money. I, <laughs> I would like it if you did that. Okay. Is I'm that all right? I'm sleeping at the booth, guys. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. If you see me walking around the in a security robe, security guards are kicking you out. And my toothbrush. I can't wait, man. This is I'm excited. This is really cool. We talked about this on the show before, but we uh, we work in a bubble, and uh, you know we basically uh, lock ourselves into our vacuum packed uh, environments and play these games or watch these movies, and we, we don't get to. Uh, you know, meet and mingle with people that actually care about this I stuff. I still remember the first time much. I went to Fan Expo. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. And I said to Vic, I said, these people are here to meet you? Yeah. And he said, and they're here to meet you too, my yeah. friend. And it was really sweet because, you know, you're right. We no, we don't know who watches the show. We just we wake up in the morning and we just make it. And then we go to bed at night and we wake up tomorrow and make uh, another show. Well, I know your mom has stopped watching. And <sighs> I want to talk to her about that. 
What did we, what did we say that it offended her? Did we, did we make fun of the Nintendo or it's, something? It's, she's just not into the show right now. She's <laughs> got other shows. She's taking a break. Yeah, she's into Stephen and Chris and <laughs> other dynamic duos out there. She's watching the some one. Real Housewives of New Jersey or something Real, like as that. As soon as you're on those shows, she'll yeah. come back to us. Okay. Yeah. We should make one of those shows. Something lurid about our lives? Well, There's maybe lurid about our lives. becomes a reality show. Uh, you move in. It's Scott's basement. No. It's the, the real basement of Scott Jones. Uh, my life is too short to spend three months <laughs> shooting a reality show you in and, your basement. And, and your three cats yeah. and um, all my Batmans, and we make stories about them. And you but know they'll what? be all true because it's reality television. The soundtrack will just be a lot, feature a lot of slide whistles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Is that all we got to talk about right now? Is that uh, it? Is that what? What I, else is going I, on? Not, I, I don't know. What's, what's any other big movies or games? Oh, you know, you, you know what's what's terrific is AAA right now. <laughs> I'm feeling it. AAA <laughs> games with yeah, Darksiders. What's well, enough? Sleeping Dogs this, and Darksiders. This summer has been miserable for brand new hot games. It's been totally unbearable. I mean, we reviewed foosball on the damn show. We reviewed a foosball video it's game for, no, for the Vita. We invi- like, what we reviewed, the hell? We reviewed Mad Dog McCree from Ben and Jose yeah, that's for, it. The, for the DS, and Vic said and that's it. That's no more never, Mad Dog McCree That's never on being show. on the show again. And neither is uh, Dragon's Lair. That game is done Sorry, on reviews on the run. Sid Bolton. Sorry, Sid. Oh, we're doing a panel with Sid at Fan Expo. That's going to rock. I love yeah, that what guy. What is it about superhero games? Well, it's I figure there's so I many like comic books. I like how you always and, pick stuff that I don't know anything about. Well, superheroes, What man. am I going to say? Uh, you'll just they defer fly. to Sid and I. Most of these games suck. Okay, <laughs> you and Sid, you guys, uh, kibitz for a while. Go kibitz, ahead, nerds. What does that what does kibitz mean? Kibitz uh, means uh, chat. Okay, so you and Sid will chat a lot. Yeah. I'll, I'll sit over there in the corner glowering at the two of and you. And making fun of uh, Batman. Trying to, I'll be using my uh, my heat ray on you. We could talk about how many shitty Batman games there were before Arkham I hope Asylum. We, maybe we could bring some and let people play the shitty, shittiest Batman game of all time. Uh, that would be uh, Dark Tomorrow. Dark Tomorrow. For the GameCube. So come to Fan Expo in Toronto. Uh, Vic's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. Ben Bo- fucking Ben Bolay's going to be there. I can't wait to meet Ben Bolay. You and I have not even met, met this guy. He's no. on our show. We talk about him every single he's day. Mr. Los Angeles. Hey, I'm Ben Bolay. He's I'm doing in an Los amazing Angeles. job. No, he's awesome on the show. I love Ben and Mary. They're, they're not my favorite team, though. No? My favorite team is Vic and Scott. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's not impartial. Can, we be our, can, can, our te- can the team that I'm on be our favorite? I, I think we should uh, tell people how awesome Sleeping Dogs and Darksiders 2 are. Listen, if you can afford it and you own these systems, you need to go play. You need to go purchase copies of Sleeping Dogs and Darksiders 2. Both of these games, they're like throwbacks from another era, even though that era only ended six months ago. I, it is weird, right? It feels, it feels like video games of yore. And god damn, they felt great to play. They just oh, are man. so fun and you, so tuned and so ambitious, but well designed and well made. I mean, they're, I they're keep awesome. using this phrase thumb candy, and that's exactly that what they phrase. are. But I you, love it. You know, you know what these games also have, and I'm going to say that I love both of these games. Yeah. Uh, United Front did an excellent job. Vigil, an incredible team in yeah, Austin, and, Texas. And shit, man, if people don't buy these games, these teams are, you know, going to get shook up you know and this is going to keep happening again i think that you know yeah they're expensive and yes there's a big move to other things and video games have a lot of challenges and stuff like that but when these great games come out from these big teams they need to get our love as game consumers out there we can't just play 
the cheapies and Deadlight the free-to-plays. For two hours. Yeah, yeah. And, and the downloadables. We but, need I mean, the video game industry needs to change. And this is a I'm whole sorry, other topic. I a little. That's all right. They, they need to change their price, though. I mean, 60 bucks is a hell of a lot to ask for, for anything. Well, you know? I, I mean, what do you do with a game like Sleeping Dogs? How do you not charge sixty dollars for that? They've well, you been have to now. For four fucking years. But I mean, everything has but changed, man. But do they release man. it in chapters? Do they say each chapter's ten bucks? You get six chapters. I don't know over why a hundred million dollar game or however much these things are costing these days has to cost sixty bucks to get the consumers in the door. And a two hundred million dollar movie, you can go to the uh, cinema and watch it for you know anywhere from ten to fifteen bucks or whatever, maybe twenty bucks if it's in three D. Or buy the Blu-ray for around twenty bucks. I don't know why, where know. that disparity is, and I think that that sort of closed-mindedness of just trying to get the same consumer to keep buying that sixty-dollar game over and over and over again is really damaging to the system. And they need to expand it but and make it more of an impulse fluid. buy. They need the whole thing to be more fluid yes. and flexible. And let and people just consume more of this stuff. We're figuring it out, though. We're figuring it's gonna it's gonna take a little bit of time. But you know, I, you know, today we were talking about the Super Nintendo on the show. All yeah. next week we're gonna do a Super Nintendo uh, tribute. Week. I think is it next week. Yeah. This week it's NES? The yes, that's, that's right. NES Nintendo. is this week. This right week up. is NES. Yeah. Next week is Super Nintendo. And uh, and I just kept thinking about, you know, I was thinking about going to the game store when I lived in Chicago. Yeah. And I, I would spend 70 or $80 on Super Nintendo but games back then. But then it was magic. Then. then it was this impossibility that, you know, how, how do you even make this stuff? You have to be so, you know, smart and you've got to have all of this incredible machinery. But everybody has access to that that ability to build this stuff So what you're saying is because now. everyone has access to Bink Video. Yeah. <laughs> a game should be cheaper. Games should be cheaper, and they are cheaper. I mean, that's the reality. I mean, I, you, you know, the the it's exactly the same thing that happened with the music industry. Eventually, CD prices had to drop because the technology became so accessible, and uh, you know, MP3 was a threat, and the the artificial storytelling around how expensive it was to make these things sort of fell through. There was a big sort of lie around it. And yes, video games cost a lot of money to make, but people are making them with less money and they're charging less money for them. So therefore, the cost to consume them has to come down. And if you want to expand your audience, you have to think about the price. I, I am sick and tired of consumers out there that should be playing awesome games having to make the choice about not playing games because of how much they cost. Why should the cost of these experiences be a, a barrier. Well, that, that was certainly a problem six months ago when they, they had eight or nine awesome games each week to choose totally. from. Now they have zero games to choose from. Right. Or and this week, of all the fucking weeks, we have two awesome AAA games coming out in the same goddamn week. I know. Who's got $120 that they can spend on these two incredible games? I know. But also it shouldn't other, come down to that, though. You can go to the, the store and buy two $200 million movies for 20 bucks. But the other thing we, we always forget about is we – talk about these things as if they're only relevant this week you can yeah. go you can buy one this week and another one next it's month true and that's fine yes that's okay and, too and that's probably that's listen, how most and people you can live. buy a, you can buy it six months from now but the truth is these studios that make these things everybody's hanging on they're just hanging on and Fingernails. they aren't the ones that set these prices you know and it's really tragic that these fantastic studios keep closing these teams that are so difficult to pull together these creative entities that's, it's so difficult to find a team that jibes and builds something. And, of course, I'm thinking about 38 Studios and uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, which I still love. It's still one of the best games All of 2012. Right. 
And what a you know a complete debacle! What a terrible thing that went down with that you studio. You know what? The the highway in our rearview mirror is littered with the corpses. Yeah. Of many old studios now. Yeah. It's, it hasn't been a great time in the game industry, no. but. I don't want to end today's podcast on, on this downer, downer note yeah. because well, I'll the tell positive you what, is these are awesome games, and if you love video games, you should go get them. The, that, that is the positive, thank yeah. you. But I was I, what I wanted to say is just over the hill on the next horizon, all kinds of awesome news, yeah. all kinds of things coming our way, things that uh, you can't stop what's coming, as they say yeah. in uh, what's that movie, uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah, and uh, you know we've got the Ouya that's yep. coming out in yep. March. We've been talking a lot with Julie. We've been staying in touch with her. We have a brand we'll new have, Nintendo platform. We have a new Wii Nintendo U. platform, and you know that, what? We're going to hear... only 12 people are going to buy. We're going to hear <laughs> We're gonna hear more <laughs> about the PlayStation 4, the Xbox 720, whatever yep. the fuck these things are called. Well, there's All news kinds filtering of awesome out of stuff. Gamescom. PlayStation's being uh, very aggressive with its cross-play, and you buy one game, and you can play it on the PS3 and, and the Vita at the same time, which is absolutely the correct way to do this. I think that's exciting, and... and uh, uh, you know what I have to point out is the, uh, you know, as I'm thinking about next year for the Canadian Video Game Awards, what a year for Canada. We just reviewed Sound Shapes and we're absolutely astounded by the quality of that game. So much incredible work from Canada this year. It's going to be the toughest year picking the best games next year. I mean, the, the Canada's toughest Canada's awesome. What do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> I love it here. Maple syrup, man. <laughs> Maple syrup. Woo! Woo! Did I just blow the mic? I probably did. All right, let's get out of here. All right, we got to go. I got a load of laundry in. I got to go home. All right. Uh, well, thanks for stopping by, Vic Spaceman. Hey, Vic, thanks for having me down here. Next time, if you could have some fucking snacks, and I would really well, we, they fucking hear, appreciate it. They don't want to hear us eating, but that's a good idea. I would like snacks. Uh, listen, if you uh, find us on iTunes, please rate us. Rate us wherever you can uh, You can rate us. And uh, don't forget, we now have a Twitter page or Twitter account at uh, Vic's underscore basement. And we also are on Facebook with Vic's Basement as one thing. So Vic's Basement is everywhere. It's everywhere. Look around <laughs> you. You're surrounded by Vic's Basement. I'm just, you know what it is? I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just putting all my crap everywhere. Hey, what you I'm know doing. what? Next week, let's do the show. Uh, let's try to do one at Fan Expo. Let's do it. We'll do it live. Do it live. live. Vic's Basement. Sounds great. <laughs> I think Craig just had a heart attack over there. Our producer Craig <laughs> had a heart attack. And he said, ha! Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.